Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, you know, anything coming up for you emotionally or uh, like uh, physically. Uh, So thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in schedule or routine, or just baffling stuff or, or something else. You know, it could be anything. You could work the second or third shift. You could be traveling for work. Your job could involve, you know, travel or you're working, you know, someplace else than where you live. All of those things. uh, I've heard from a lot of you. And I want to know you to know, you know, like I want you to know that I really want to see you like and I mean that in a deep way. And that's why I open the show the way I do. That's why I try to, like, talk about a lot of different things because, well, there's a lot of different people who listen to the show going through a lot of different things and whatever's keeping you up or, or, or getting in the way of you getting a good night's sleep. Uh, we all share something. I mean, we share a lot of things, but uh, that feeling that, it, I mean, the preference, I put it lightly, I'd rather be, I'd prefer to just go right to sleep, right? Why doesn't that just happen for me? Or, you know, it's something more than just words. And if you listen to this podcast, if you're new, I hope you can relate. Or I, and I wish you didn't have to relate. And if you're a regular listener, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's, just, it's not just a thought. It is a, There's a physical and an emotional element to it, too. Like, but let's see if I could put words to it. Say, not being able, you know, S U C K S. Is that S U C K? Is that a, that's how you spell that word, right? It stinks. So I'm here to try to help, I guess, is what I'm saying, if you're new. I'm so glad you're here. I say that a lot on this show, but I want to say it up front. Like, I'm really glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, so I appreciate you checking the show out. And, and I'm so honored, uh, those of you new or regular listeners, I'm profoundly thankful to be in a position where I get to tell you a bedtime story and that you're here checking it out and giving me your time, but that I'm also in a position to help. I don't know. It's such a, such an honor. Uh, but what, what what am I doing? If you're new, uh, uh, here to take your mind off stuff, trouble getting asleep, trouble seven, I get mixed up, sorry. Uh, some of there's uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sense, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that stuff. And the way I'm going to do it is I got this, this safe place I'm carving out, and you might not say, maybe you could say I'm scooping it out too, or, you know, and I'm uh, smoothing it, I'm patting it, and I'm rubbing it down, I'm saying safe place. Uh, it's a nice, a safe place, and it can be delivered to you or sent your way. Uh, but there's space for you, plenty of space. And you maybe prefer not to be seen. You know, you say, well, I, I get the idea of being seen, Scoots, but I'm going to be here uh and I say, that's cool. That's why I tried to invent that thing called Slokes, which was like a cloak and a blanket, uh, you, you, like different than a Snuggie or whatever. 
And I've been really thinking about getting a cape, and not that you asked, but uh, or a cloak. I mean, I prefer a cloak, but a cloak and a cape are pretty close. I would prefer something less shiny. Like, I don't want, like, a satin superhero cape, That now that we're talking about this. Uh, but I don't want anything that's, like, made from burlap either. So looking for something that's uh, soft, uh, you know, that looks rough, but that feels good. I, I, don't, I don't know. So, oh, what am I going to do, though? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Uh, so I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to forget what I was talking about. I'm going to get distracted and talk about stuff like cloaks or slokes. I even forgot. It's been years since I talked about the sloke. I tried to invent it, and then I forgot what it was. Uh, but it was like a cloak. I mean, a, clo- a, ho- a hooded sweatshirt, I guess, is the closest like thing we have today to uh, like a cape and a cloak, right? I mean, I guess it would be good, too, if it was one of those, you know, those jackets and stuff that you can fit it. Oh, it fits in its own tiny pouch. Uh, you could, It's got its own stuff sack. I could tell you the amount of times I've heard stuff and sack in the same sentence having to do with this podcast, uh, but that's not with the slokes. But so, oh, if you're new. So I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company while you fall asleep. So a few things to know if you're new. Totally understandable if you're doubtful or you're like, what is this? Or, or you know, the, the podcast it can be a bit different, even structurally. Uh, because the show starts off with a few minutes of business, and that's really how we keep it free for everybody. Some people are surprised by that, but it does take uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours a month to put this podcast out and keep it out. And then, you know, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Not important because the business keeps it free. Uh, but it is not, you know, it's just a way we do it. It's a, well, it's the most convenient way to do the most of that up front when we can. It's just like the way the way we do it is try to do as much of it up front as we can. Then, so that's a, then there's an intro. So there's about four or five minutes of business. Then there's an intro, and the intro is about twelve to eighteen minutes of me just talking about the podcast. If, for new listeners, it's a way kind of so you know what you're getting into uh, because it is so different. One. I don't really get to the point. I mean, it takes me 14 minutes to get to the point of telling you what the podcast is. Uh, so the the real secret is that this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. You can. Listening is optional. I guess I should have said, how come I never thought of that? Sleep with me. Listening's optional. It's a podcast you don't really need to listen to. There are listeners that listen, And there are listeners that don't listen. I don't know what to call them other than listeners, or they're kind of listening in a mumble. Uh, so it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. Oh, I got mixed up. I was talking about the structure, and then I changed subjects. But it's a podcast you don't need to listen to structurally. So the intro goes on for about 12 to 20 minutes. And so you get a sense if you're new of what the podcast is like. But for most regular listeners, when it becomes part of your routine— which does take two or three tries. Millions of people have said, took me two or three tries. 
uh, before I realized, you know, that the pod, you like the podcast doesn't make a whole lot of sense and I'm just falling asleep to it or listening and unwinding. So give it a few tries. But the regular listeners, like 90, if, if, if yeah, I guess the statistics are accurate, like 96% or something, listen to the intro. In, the, in that 96%, people use it different ways. Some people are getting ready for bed as they listen. And they're starting, you know, their bedtime prep. It's part of everybody's wind-down routine in a different way. Then there's listeners that are in bed or in their bedroom, you know, and they're starting to wind down. Maybe they're stretching. Maybe they're doodling or they're knitting or they're brushing their hair or they're brushing their pets, whatever it is, a part of your wind-down. And then there's listeners that are already in bed and, you know, cuddled up already, snuggled in. Oh, you look so nice, so snuggled up. Here, let me move that blankie poof for you. Like that? Okay, what about, should I poof this pillow or puff it? Oh, pat it. Okay. And those listeners are kind of already starting to, like, wind down in a different way. They're getting comfortable, they're sinking in, and they're drifting off. So the whole idea of the intro is because it takes a little time for most of us. Uh, like if sleep was instant, right, you wouldn't need this podcast. I mean, that would be my, like, uh, so this podcast is here to ease you into bedtime. Because I kind of always felt uh, on and off throughout my life, like uh, what I was never easing into bedtime. I was dreading it, right, uh, not looking forward to it and... It was a, it's a, me and, me and sleep, a contentious relationship at times. So I'm here to make this a little bit of a smoother, like you transition to sleep instead of a, a switch. So that's the intro, the purpose it serves. And you can skip it. Oh, two, yeah, that's what I said. Two to 4% of listeners skip it, start the show at about 20 minutes. And then they listen, and then eventually, like after this intro, there'll be some business uh, that's, you know, again, part of the, uh, keeping the podcast out there and not as part of, like, a, one of those services. And then there's a story. Tonight will be an episodically modular series story, so you can listen to it in any order, but it's a series uh, with recurring characters uh, that hopefully will be kind of become your friends. So you say, well, you look forward to hearing from Richard Warren and James Cash uh, and Jif, uh, my kind of friends. And then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. I did cover the fact you don't need to listen to me. The other thing is, and there's more and more sleep podcasts every day. Like this is not a podcast actually that puts you to sleep. Uh, this is more of a podcast uh, that keeps you company as you fall asleep. So I'm more of your bedtime companion, your boar friend, your boar bud, a storyteller who you don't have to pay attention to or listen to their stories. They're just telling stories for your benefit, but mostly the benefit of, of taking your mind off of stuff. Uh, yeah. So almost like picturing me. I mean, I don't want you to picture me in an in, in angelic way, because, uh, but in just in this image, uh, that we're walking on a cloud together, side by side, you know, uh, and, you know, eventually you're just drifting off, uh, or maybe I'm drifting off, uh, and you're floating off into dreamland. I guess you're floating off into dreamland, but I'm just kind of walking and lightly mumbling, yada, yada, you know, that can't, you say, just scooch, you can talk about, if you were on a cloud, would you have a cape? 
And I'd say, well, I guess in this case it would have to be, uh, don't angels have some sort of cloaks? I mean, aren't robes and cloaks pretty close anyway? But, yeah, if you're on a cloud, you better believe you, what better a situation to have a cloak than than on a um, cloud? Because you want to be able to adjust your temperature at all times. One, it could be breezy. You might want your hood on. You might want to wrap it all the way around you. Because the one thing about a cloak is it's also a blanket. I think that's why they used to use it when they were traveling around. Back when they didn't have climate control. You say, oh, well, I could throw this. It could be a second blanket or my primary blanket. Or if I'm sleeping, sitting up. Uh, so, yeah, if you're on a cloud, bring a cloak. I mean, holy, or if not, a jacket or, you know, a couple layers. And some screen, because, you know, if the sun's out and you're on top of the cloud, you're going to need some screen. You're probably going to want to be down to short sleeves while the sun's there. But then if some higher altitude clouds come or, you know, you pass into the evening zone, I bet you it's brisk up there. I mean, like facts aside, real world aside, this is the fantasy world, but it's still going to be a little chilly. And this cloak, because you know what's underestimated, the, the, where the cloak people had it right. They said, you know what's cold on your back? Cold wind. Cold wind at your back. You know, maybe poets might write about it. Uh, but it'll give you a chill. So wear a cloak. Uh, so it also, this episode's sponsored by cloaks. Uh, cloaks. Uh, the, the, you know, bespoke cloaks. Uh by the folks that make the bespoke cloaks. Uh, yeah, bespoke cloaks. That's the folks that make bespoke cloaks. That's the name of their company, bespoke cloaks. Probably already a company. And, uh, so, you know, so send me send me a cloak and, and some uh, dinero, you know. So I think that's, I'm trying to think of what else I need to cover. Oh, so this is a podcast that's not meant to put you, I mean, it puts you to sleep. It's meant to put you to sleep, but it's more meant to be here as you fall asleep. And then the reason I say that is, one, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end. There is a percentage of listeners that are, uh, they don't, they can't fall asleep or just situationally or regularly. And it makes the show with them in mind. It's almost like I, I can talk to them. And they can listen and have some comfort, and you can kind of barely listen while you're asleep, and maybe some part of your brain is still listening. Uh, so the episodes are always complete, and I'm always here because I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, like, that's the most important thing. That's my driving force. Uh, is uh, like if I have the opportunity to give you a good night's sleep or enable that or just be one part of that, that's my honor. Because the world is just going to be a darn better place if you get a little more rest. And you might say, yeah, well, I'm in Kalamazoo. How's that going to impact you, Scoots? And I say, well, we know, Will. You know, we we know, like, these little tiny things. Uh, and if you have a better day, even if I don't know about it, the day's better. I mean, it's really that simple. Or, I mean, maybe, I don't even know what being Pollyanna means, but maybe I'm just a Pollyanna about it. I, I'm happily, because I can picture myself, like, I, I think Pollyanna probably would have nice long hair in a floral print print dress or jumper, and I could be running through places. Uh, I, I picture, picture running through fields. 
And I would just be singing the joy of that you got some rest and had a good night's sleep. And I'd be running through the fields like that. And that would be nice. I mean, so if that's a Pollyanna I am, now that anybody that knows about Pollyanna, you know, tell me more about it. I, I, I'll try to Google it. So, I don't know. That's why I make the show. I mean, really, because I've been there. I know what it's like on the other side of that or not getting enough rest side of things. Uh, so it's important. And you know what? You're important. Uh, and it, like, not, do you, don't let that other part of you say, oh, see, I told you. Like, no, you, your rest and your self-care is important. And so, so I guess that's it. I mean, that's why I make the show. It, no, oh, the other side of it. Unfortunately, this podcast does not work for everybody. So you may have already figured that out, but maybe you're on the fence. Give the episode a few tries and see how it goes, because I really do hope it works for you. And it does work for a lot of people. It's even people, I just heard from two roommates, and one of the roommates was a regular listener. The other one was like, uh, they, like the, those creaky dulcet tones are not my thing. Eventually, the, now they both listen. Uh, so shout out to those listeners somewhere in Texas, according to Twitter. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I make the show because I want to help. I hope it helps you. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. Uh, and if it doesn't, I wish it worked for you. I would try. I mean, for me, meditation, foam rolling, and uh, multiple fans is, is my is that's my cup of tea. But there's other stuff out there. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you has some other shows. So check that out. But really, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm really appreciative of you giving me this chance to help you get some rest. So I really hope I can. I think I express that in a, in a clear way. Uh, so I'm really glad you're here. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, thanks again for coming by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside... Whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, you know, stuff on your mind you're thinking about, feelings, either emotional or physical, like that's coming up for you. Oh, yeah, feelings, physical sensations, uh, changes, uh, life events. uh, Those are things that, uh, you know, I hear from people, you know, anything, whatever's keeping you awake. uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'd like to keep you company. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And kind of as a call or, yes, like a y'all call, they say, hey, this is a safe place. Why don't you come on in? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night to try to say that. And then do it with my hands. I don't know if you could really sense that, but I'm saying, hey, come on in. Safe place here. It's more of a safe general area because you say safe place sounds like uh, I'd have to check check it out first. A, a safe area, you say. Well, it's like uh, it's not. I don't know. It's not as you're right. Maybe I don't know. I'd, I'd like to have something more catchy than that, but I don't have anything. But I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, creaky. 
in dulcet uh, tones that are both sweet and not sweet, but not sour, not umami or whatever that other word is. Probably, I guess creaky has a touch of salty. What is it? Sweet, sweet, sour, salt, uh, bitter. Not really bitter. Oh, sour and bitter are the same. Some part my citrus brain just said, by the way, I'd say, are you sure about that? And then the other umami, uh, or how, you know, I, I always get that one wrong. Even though I love it. Holy cow. I love uh, miso paste, man. If I talked about miso paste in an intro, I probably have. Because uh, talk about a versatile thing. It's not a condiment. Uh, but anyway, I, get, I don't want to go. I got new listeners here. Sorry about that. Uh, so, uh, oh, Creaky Dulcet Tones, Pointless Meanders, which you just, okay, that was more of a not a pointless meander. Word, word fumbles, uh, Billy. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a word. Those are letter fumbles. Like, actually, I, I fumble words and I tumble into letters. Uh, he says, where's Scoots? Is, is that a uh, ball pit? No. Is that a foam block pit? No. Scoots is in a, le- he's in a pit of his letters. Uh, he, he, well, that sounds like sleep with me. He, tumble, he tumbled right in there, but he's doing his best. Uh, so if you're new, let me catch up here. I'm glad you're here. And a couple of things. This podcast sounds a little bit different already, huh? Well, if you're having any issues getting to sleep, uh, I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, show's a little bit different. It's a little bit silly. And it's it's a bit of like uh, odd or, or, I mean, in a good way for some people. So it doesn't work for everybody. So give it a few tries if you like. No pressure to even do that. Uh, but. Uh, that's what most reviewers say and regular listeners say. Oh, it took two or three tries. Yeah, but there's no pressure to like the show. Just see how it goes. Because if you're skeptical, that makes total sense. Or you're like, what is this? Uh, the guy doesn't even know the five. Didn't he? What, didn't they teach that in like uh, not in kindergarten, but in some other grade? Didn't you have to fill out like a thing where you colored in the circles on the tongue? And maybe you even did an experiment, you know, where you tasted some sugar and salt and uh, citrus. You know, Scoots went to school before they discovered the umami zone. Also, that's a movie I'm working on in a song, except that Kenny Loggins already told me I can't use a, you know, like, and I, he said, what is a, because I sent him a letter. He said, what does a highway to an umami zone even mean? And I said, well, let's go. That's our show. Drew Scooter and Kenny Loggins uh, on the road. It's a new Food Network show, Kenny. Highway to the Umami Zone. Also, let me, let's just lock that title down. So, you know, Fieri or whoever else uh, doesn't listen to this podcast, uh, I think that could be a show. It'd be just like all the other ones. Uh, it w- wouldn't be really any different. I would say get me and Kenny, Log- you know, maybe have Kenny Loggins and then a little bit more uh, diversity of a cast. So keep Scoots out of it. Uh, maybe Danica Patrick, because then it would make, and then, uh, I don't know, we, we'll figure it out. But, uh, I mean, just seeing Danica Patrick and uh, Kenny, who is it, Kenny Loggins? A lot of people don't even know who Kenny Loggins is, which is totally understandable. But because in the the driving thing, and yeah, he could maybe we could get the rights, and that would be the thing. Hi, 
way to the umami zone. Sorry, I don't normally sing, but it's early in the show. So where was I? Oh, new listener. Sorry, I got that was a totally pointless meander. So if you're new and skeptical, there you go. You you just your skepticism has been met like and respected. So it shows a bit, diff, bit different. Here's what to expect, uh, other than nonsense and me goofing around and not getting to the point, which is what every episode's like, just a heads up. Uh, so the structurally what to expect, which we're kind of in the middle of the structure, the show starts off with a few minutes of business, and it's really key to keeping it free for everybody uh, just because of the size of the podcast. Then there's an intro. And I'll tell about the intro in a minute. Then there's some business. Then there's the story. Tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, but not really. That's not really important. It'll be more like a bedtime story or Scoots is just rambling about stuff. Uh, then we have some thank yous and good nights. Uh, so the intro is the beginning of the show. It's usually around 12 to 15 minutes long. Now, some people will skip ahead. But, you know, I look at the statistics, the majority of people listen and like some people fall asleep during the intro. Uh, Some people get ready for bed during the intro and some people are in bed winding down during the intro. And then some people listen during the day. And uh, so the intro, the reason it's like 12 to 15 minutes is to give you a chance to wind down or to get, you know, brush your teeth. you know, put on your PJs, you know, do, do, like think about uh, Kenny Loggins and Danica Patrick driving and tasting food. I'm already getting pitched by another part of my brain on getting Kenny G on there. And, send, and he said, well, let's just look like, let's like look wider than that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but because that's, but that's not a terrible idea. I'm not, I'm just saying, anyway, I got to get back to the new listener. So the intro is just a, uh, it's a show within a show, but it's also part of the podcast. I don't know when this is like the most thing, the hardest thing for the new, newest listener. That's why I'm, I talk about the intro so much is because when you're new and you're like, it's, it's definitely subverting any expectations because like most people expect even a sleep podcast to intro to get to the point and get to the bedtime story. And I can I get it to like some people that are frustrated with that, or they say, "What is this a big infomercial?" And I say, "Well, this one kind of is if you run the Food Network or a network that carries food TV shows. Uh, it, it, it is an infomercial for you, uh, Food Network executives or representatives of uh, Kenny G, Kenny Loggins, Danica Patrick, or any you know any purveyors of umami-based foods on a highway." Uh, because, yeah, we'll be doing that show one day, and at least in my imagination, I'll be like, I would be the driver. Like, they could just, because I'm not really good at getting to the point anyway. Like, I wouldn't actually be a host on the show, but I would be there. And then they, like, so I'd be like a sidekick. Like, whatever's less than a sidekick, not in a good way, where they'd say, and Scoots, what did you think about the uh, crab apple fries? And I maybe I'd have like punchline like ooh mommy uh, that would be a little cheesy but uh, maybe that would be my catchline uh, I guess that's a like a little bit let's okay let's not get too Freudian or anything holy mackerel like that's this is a food show um so anyway went off topic there again so that's the intro just me kind of welcoming you into the show and helping you wind down. 
with some nonsense that feels uh, new and familiar at the same time. Because every intro is like this, where I say, uh, this is really how the intro is structured. If I had a, like a chess, what is that called? Like a flow board or whatever, a pitch deck, I'd say, okay, the intro is going to be two minutes today. I'm going to get there. Welcome to the new listeners. Structure the show. Tell them they don't need to listen uh, because, it, like, they could kind of passively listen or they could actively listen. Uh, then tell them there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end. And then I'll close out the intro, and it'll be two minutes long. But then I get distracted or, you know, I, I mean, how how could you not get distracted by that idea? I mean, by probably by the time, it also, like, I'm serious. Like, when I went to school, they didn't have umami. It had, I mean, it probably had been invented. It just hadn't made it to, like, a, even though I didn't grow up in the Midwest, my city, the city I grew up in was very Midwestern-esque. And they I, they may still scoff at, the, you know, they, there may be, like, a neighborhood. Well, you got to go to the, uh, the places that serve cuisine if you want umami. Anyway. Like, uh, so we just, like, we, we just had those other regions of the tongue where we say, those are the flavors that humans can process. And I would still say, I don't buy it. I'd say, hey, teach, I don't buy this. It was, your teacher would say, well, this is science. I'd say, what, is there a tongue scientist, actually? Dr. Tongue. I mean, there was Dr. Teeth in one of the Muppet bands. Yeah, but I don't necessarily believe, I mean, I guess there are tongue doctors. It knows mouth. Yeah, no, there's no tongue on that one. Isn't it one of the longer organs in the body after the skin? And the teacher would always say something about their ears. Uh, in my mind, they'd say, well, maybe you'll understand it better if you close your mouth, uh, Andrew. And they'd say, well, and then they'd say, hey, excuse me, teacher. I just wondered, when is the report due on careers? Because I've, I decided to change my career to be a doctor of tongue, a tongue researcher. That's why I'm pulling my tongue out right now while I'm talking to you. Because I want to really, uh, I believe there's like a, not floor flavors on the tongue. And they say, Scoots, how did you come up with this sleep podcast? And I said, well, haven't you read my autobiography? The only boy in town who believed in umami. That was a, my first book uh, that never was published and never written. It started out, I was alone in my room, alone with my tongue. Not like uh, just thinking about what we had learned at school today. Wondering the nature of truth and the nature of, of flavors. And uh, I suspected there was so much more. To all of these things, uh, I looked at the ceiling and I sighed. Then I rolled over. So see, even then I was I had the potential to put people to sleep. Uh, and then I looked at my tongue in the mirror uh, for hours and hours, uh, wondering, is that all you are? And, and actually also coming in musical form uh, one day. The, whatever that that was a pretty long title so like the boy who loved no i mean it has to be like uh yeah i was a kid in a town that didn't believe in umami uh, and i wanted to make a show it, you know I, at first i said i was going to be a tongue doctor and you could even make a show i called the tongue doctor 
And that would umami almost rhymes with the rest of that song, too. Anyway, okay. Anyway, I'm here to help you if you can't sleep. That's my main message. Because uh, I care. I've been there, sleepless in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning. And I just want to take your mind off stuff and keep you company as you drift off. Or, in case you can't, I'm here to keep you company the whole night long if you need it. And I mean, there is some subtext in this podcast because, you know, I, I have been that boy lying in bed uh, thinking I'm the only one who believes in umami, wondering if that's how you pronounce it and singing songs about it to myself but quietly, loud enough so my brother would tell me to be quiet, but still, you know, you know, just, just sing, making up my own musicals about those things. Uh, and my brother, just like uh, the listeners that are going to just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you, say, how many times can you say umami in a podcast? Also, FYI, the word is, uh, whatever the proper word is, uh, I say, oh boy, yep, uh, this happened to me like 180 episodes ago, too. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you can catch the good-hearted nature of this podcast, uh, it, the fact that it doesn't work for everybody kind of means that hopefully it works for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's some other stuff over there you could check out. But I really hope it does. Uh, or, or just use it at, before bed to, to kind of loosen things up. Because it, my main goal isn't just to put you to sleep. It's so that bedtime, it doesn't feel like that, where you have to write a musical to, to, to help learn to coexist with a town that doesn't believe in a flavor pro, you know, flavor profiles or whatever. Oh, wait, some other part of my brain said there's a book, Sugar, Salt, Fat, that, that those are the old, oh boy, well, uh, there goes, uh, there goes, there goes uh, to, to 28 years of tongue research right out the window. I don't know. I hope you know that I'm glad you're here. And while the podcast doesn't work for everybody, give it a few tries and see if it can help you. I work very hard at yearning a strive, uh, and I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest what i'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where we could set aside whatever's keeping you awake it could be thoughts you know things you're thinking about on your mind so thoughts feelings you know anything coming up emotionally for you or physical sensations anything you're experiencing physically it could be you know old stuff you know it could be you know oh boy it could be all the stuff that's on all of our minds right now and i'm here to kind of take your mind off of that what i'm going to do is i'm going to be here uh you know i'm here I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Oh, like I said, whatever it is, I'm going to try to create some space in there, and I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do, well, I'm going to repeat myself probably more than once. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to, so I'm going to go off topic. Uh, 
repeat myself. I use that uh, like extra, like like words that drag on. I don't know what you call that. Like where my words, they start early. I start my words early. They say those are pre, are those pre-vowel sounds? I don't know. Or pre pre, pre I've got pre-consonants and pre-vowels. Uh, almost uh, when I speak, it's almost prehistoric. And then afterwards, I leave some extra at the end. So because I, I like to stretch those, I, I don't actually do it on purpose. It's just a thing where I stretch those words out. And now I'm aware of it. I, it is something I'm saying. Well, I wonder what happened if I tried to do less of that. Could it be still sleepy if I was more concise? And I don't know. So I'm going to have a lot of extra stuff to take your mind off stuff and help you fall asleep or as you fall asleep. So if you're new here, let me give you a couple things to know. So this podcast is very, very different. Sometimes I say it's a little bit different. And that's just because habitually I say that. But it is very, very different than a normal podcast, even a sleep podcast or a meditation. It's not like many things. And the things it's like are not what you say. Okay, could could you tell me what it's like? I say, oh, boy, you really put me on the spot there, brain. I used to usually sometimes I know not usually, but sometimes I do have a a ready made analogy. So what about that? It's a, okay, there you go. So you see, what's the podcast like? So if a ready-made analogy, if a normal podcast or a normal sleep podcast or a normal thing is a ready-made analogy, like so you go wherever, online or to your local ready-made your analogy store or whatever other things you'd buy, you say, is that where you get your idioms to? And you'd say... Hello, uh, Jane. Uh, what have you got? What have you got in the new analogy? I'm looking for some. You know, I'm so tired of that lifestyle. Coming up with my own analogies. I'm going to. You know, I got a work thing. And then I got a. You know, online thing. I'm a jig. Then I got to call my mom. And also want to press everybody around the house. And you know, my I'm I'm tired. My analogies are tired. You know, I don't know my, like, id from an idiom, if you know what I'm saying. No, you don't know what I'm saying. Well, that's why I'm here. I need a ready, I need some of those ready-made analogies you have. And Jane would say, coming right up. Here they are, packaged to go, delivered, actually, because I'm just doing this. It's a tele-analogy store, and they're already downloaded right into your, uh, whatever part of your brain, you know, your cortex. And you say, really? Right into my cortex. Wow. Yep. Ready-made analogies. Good to go. So that would be a normal podcast. It didn't describe it in a normal way, but I think you get my drift. And then you just, uh, I don't know. I don't have any ready-made analogies, so so I don't know how they exactly work. I'm saving, my, you know, I'm saving my pennies for some, one of those idioms. Uh, like, like uh, because uh, see, just tell me what they are, because it sounds so good. One of those fresh-baked idioms. Oh, boy, my dreaming of the day. I have, I can afford it. Or maybe one of those extreme idioms. You got to go back to the back of the store, adults only. Not because of that, just because, like, uh, they're so extreme. So, okay, so that's like a ready-made analogy. I don't know how they work, but, you you know, you're at a party. You, you Normal people know this stuff. I, we don't, right? We can't sleep. We're, we're uh... But you know what it's like. You've seen those people. They say, 
you know, you just know how everybody, the crowd reacts and then everybody raises their glasses and they say, let's hit the dance floor now after you just regaled us again. So there's those of us that have to buy ready-made analogies and that's okay. So that's like a normal, but, uh, oh, but I'm, I'm getting off topic. So if a normal podcast, you say like a Radiotopia show, any of them. You'd say, okay, that's like ready-made memory palace is like a ready-made analogy. Like, well, no, that'd be more of like a bespoke artistic analogy. So I guess I'm wrong. So yeah, I guess the, those podcasts would be, but, but so ready-made analogy would be like the, the New York Times, the daily. There you go. That's a fair assessment, I think. Uh, so my show would be more like you say, okay, well, I don't know where you'd get it. Maybe you go to a flea market and you'd say, okay, what's that, what's that part over there that's always covered in perpetual, perpetual fog? And you say, oh boy, that's where the, uh, the, the mix, you know, the, the analogist lives. And you'd say, the analogist, this sounds like an episode of Sleep With Me. And I'd say, oh boy, it does. Maybe that's what this episode will be about tonight is uh, a trip to the analogist. And you say, well, I might go. And you say, don't go to back there. They don't know refunds on those analogies. And uh, that person, they don't have any qualifications to even sell analogies. They just paid ten dollars for a spot, and the and they get a discount from the fourteen dollars because it's covered in perpetual fog. Uh, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the most concise for, for analogy I could give you about sleep with me. So if you're new, may have may already confused you, and but uh, so that job done because that's one of my jobs is to take your mind off of stuff as you fall asleep, and so this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to because the content is iffy. It, you as, as you've already seen, you say, well, he's talking, he's using words. Some of the words he knows what they mean. Some clearly he does not. Uh, he's, uh, he's not charming, but he's not uh, like some people definitely don't find me charming. So if you don't, that's totally cool. But, uh, you'd say it's more of like a neutral, not charm and not, but he's not full of smarm either. He's somewhere in between the charm and smarm scale. And I'd say, yeah, not a marm, but if there was like something like marm, like a mar, like marshmallow and marm combined. That's where I'd be on that. If there was a scale like that, that's where I would fall or hover. I guess I'd prefer to hover. If if, if I'm going to be on a like a, a spectrum, I'd like to hover on it. Uh, so just my personal preference. Sorry, I didn't mean to assert my personal preference there in the middle of a no- talking nonsense. Uh, so this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to because I'm here to give you friendly, nonsensical banter. I'm here to give you friendly, nonsensical banter. So there's that. This is also a podcast not really to put you to sleep. It's more here to keep your co- keep you company and take your mind off of stuff as you fall asleep. And what I mean by that is I'm going to be here for about an hour. Uh, first, I guess I'm going to do this intro and explain, you know, how the show works, which I've been doing for eight minutes already. Then I guess we're going to go into a bedtime story about like about analogies and bathing suits, believe it or not. And the analogist will have a visit to the analogist. And, you know, if you told me that, like, uh, before I started talking about it, I'd say, well, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, it sounds very uncomfortable. 
is, you know, at the flea market. And I'd say, well, that sounds even more uncomfortable. I'd prefer to visit an analogous at like someplace uh, that has diplomas on the walls and uh, a waiting room. You see, no, 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 I don't think, once again, Scoots, I don't think you know it. And I say, oh, okay, it's not that. Okay, great. Uh, I got to get back to the spot. So this is, so I'm here to keep you company as you fall asleep. But the reason the shows are about an hour is to give you plenty of time to drift off. The other thing is if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end, keeping you company. So whether you're asleep or you can't sleep, whether you need to listen during the day for a break or an escape or a little distraction during the day or at night or all night long or in the middle of the night or when you wake up early, I'm here for you. Uh, And the only way I can, by telling you stories and goofing around. Uh, So if you can't sleep at all, I'm here. The show's here. I'm your boar bud, your boar friend, your boar bae, your boar bestie, your boar sib, your boar bruh. Yeah, so that's what, so the podcast you don't need to listen to, and it's not really here to put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company as you fall asleep. So there was that. Then this is a little late to tell you, but the structure of this podcast, well, I already told you it's very different. So the structure is also very different. And I think that's where that ready-made analogy comes back in. Because so a normal podcast or normal story structure or anything for mass consumption or even niche consumption is uh, usually say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Uh, This is how we're going to lay it out. And uh, then you explain that again, and then you go and do it, I guess. So you'd say, well, this is a ready-made analogy cast where we talk about uh, the world's favorite ready-made analogies and the people who produce them. Uh, so today we're going to be talking to, oh no, the analogist, we have that person's band, they, we told that person they could never come on the show. They don't have ready, they have sloppy, waterlogged analogies. This is a ready-made analogy. Who, 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 who put this person in? Oh, the analogist did. Oh, okay, well. So but normally on the show we talk to ready creators of ready-made analogies uh, fans of ready-made analogies, you know, ready-made analogy critics, ready-made analogy gadflies, uh, you know, all those things. Holy cow. But we talk about it. So today, I guess we'll be talking to like, uh, I guess today we won't have an episode, but normally we'd talk to the guest. We'd had take some questions from the audience and then we'd wrap it up. That's the structure of the ready-made analogy show. So let's get to it. This show is not structured like that. It starts off with a little greeting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Then there's business, which keeps the show free for everybody, uh, which enables us to bring the show to you for, to you for free. Uh, then there's an intro. This, so the business is necessary. Then there's an intro, which is also necessary but very long, like that ready-made analogy show. That was like a 30-second, I mean, except when I got mixed up, like that would be a 30-second intro. Our intros are somewhere between 12 and 18 or 19 minutes. And so some people think, like, when are you going to get to the point where you're just dragging it out or are you trying to be self-promoting or, I don't know, there's a lot of things that uh, the the intro naturally, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, naturally can throw people off. Uh, but really what it is, is it, it's, well, I mean, it's just me doing my best job, to be honest, uh, of explaining what the podcast is. I just never have gotten it down. 
but the benefit of my, like, this is where I talk about this a lot. My liability of not being able to get to the point is become an asset. And of course I don't know my rear from, you know, I don't know my, from my, my, yeah, I don't know my head from my ass, you know? So, but, uh, uh, sorry, my brain's just like, did you just say that really? You should have spelled it out. And I said, well, it sounds more like, uh, it's more barely funny when you say it. So the intro is really, what it ends up doing is it gives regular listeners a chance to wind down. So as you, if you're new, just see how it goes and kind of get used to it. Like a lot of listeners say it takes two or three tries to get used to this podcast uh, because it's so different. Um, but like what I've discovered is like 90... 8% of listeners listen to the intro in some way. Now, some fall asleep, 2% skip it. Uh, some people fall asleep during the intro, but what most people do is they start to unwind. They'll either start playing it before they get into bed or as they're in bed, winding down, you know, relaxing and, and, and heading off to, sl- off to the land of nod, as they say. Because I've I've never seen like a direct path to, to like that's right that's why you're listening to this podcast. I wish there was a direct path to nod, but every time I try to get there, I either get lost getting there or I accidentally walk out in the middle of the night and then I can't get back in. Or I say, well, I was going to plan on I was planning on staying and nod all night, and now I'm like, uh, so the, the intro kind of helps you ease you into bedtime. That's the real goal of the intro. So see how it goes. And then more and more people now are listening during the day to ease you out of daytime, too, or have a little easy distraction. So that'll be that. Then there's some business. Then we'll do the bedtime story. Then there's the thank yous. So that's the structure of the show. The reason I make the show is because I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep, a place of respite during the night or the day. Because I've been there, as you've heard, if you've heard me say it, you can probably feel it, that uh, I know how it feels. And I, I think you deserve a little bit less gravity and intensity at bedtime. I want bedtime to go from a place of dread. I mean, in my dreams, it would become a place of delight where you'd say, I can't wait to go to bed and hang out with scoots. And that's really what I strive for. I mean, realistically, I just we get to a neutral place. You say, well... It, like instead of saying, I can't wait, you say, well, at least I got scoots to listen to. That's better than the other stuff. So if I can help you, it would be my honor. I really appreciate you coming by and checking out the show. I work very hard and I, uh, on it, I believe it or not. I mean, some people would say, what? Uh, but uh, because I believe in it and I believe in you getting some rest and having some respite. So thank you again for, for coming by. Up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. What we're going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, you know, so things on your mind, uh, things you're thinking about or you, that are coming up. Usually I don't even think about them. That's, that's the worst part about bedtime thoughts. 
Uh, so, so thoughts that are popping up, and maybe we'll come up, pop, pop up thoughts. And I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Hopefully, I'll remember that. So thoughts, feelings, uh, could be physical sensations or emotions coming up for you, getting in the way of sleep. Uh, changes in routine or time or temperature or other stuff. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside that stuff. I got this safe place here all set up. I can send it straight to you. Or you could drift your way over. Or, you know, it doesn't have, because I don't like to say, use, even though W-O-R-M, is that how you spell it? Like there's the W-R, the, the, the holes. Uh, they talk about those in space. A wrinkle in time. That's much more be- bedtime conducive. I mean, holy cow, what a brilliant thing. Because you say, well, you like, uh, uh, I, like uh, you say, what in the name of Madeline? Like, that's another one that causes me to stutter. Can't even get that one. Lingle. What in the name? Because maybe she said wormhole. No, no, no. A wrinkle in time. That's what, like, kids don't need to hear about wormholes. Maybe that was a meeting she had. Like maybe her their, her editor was like, uh, you know, why don't you just call it a wormhole and a wormhole, a wormhole of uh, a wormhole based. She said, what? What, what? what? Give me another editor. And then the next editor said, uh, uh, you, did you know that uh, you're being co-opted during a person going off topic when he's supposed to be introducing a sleep podcast? And she said, "Yeah, he probably stumbled onto a wrinkle, a wrinkle, a wrinkle in his like, like a meander." Uh, so, what was my point? I just fell into a wrinkle in time. What I really meant to say, because I was thinking, I, well, I was going to say like almost like a wormhole. I could just send the podcast there to you directly. But then I said, "Wormhole is not very. It's not not sleepy, and in some sense, it is kind of sleepy." But then I said, what else would you call it? And then that pops. I said, wait, is, this, is that what a wrinkle in time kind of is? It kind of isn't. I don't know. And said, but that's much more. I mean, that's a very, very beautiful set of words. No offense, wormhole. And some, you know, you have your positive sides, like uh, brevity is one of them. I think I was trying to say poetic, uh, or, like, beautiful. I guess that's better. A beautiful and poetic. Okay, we could agree on that. So I'm going to send my voice. So I'm going to create a safe place and send it to you. And the way I'm going to do it uh, is not by either one of those. Though in some sense it is. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Holy cow. I mean, just witnessed a few of them. Mumbling, stumbling. Uh, getting mixed up, extra words, all those things, all to keep you company as you drift off. So if you're new, before I get to those pop-up thoughts, let's talk about a couple things, because this podcast is very different. And I've been getting a lot of feedback uh, recently uh, from listeners that have like, uh, like, so so let me set this up, because if you're doubtful or you're saying, I'm not sure about this podcast, I would say now with the feedback again recently, really give it a few tries. I mean, I say that every time, but really do. You owe it to yourself. Uh, 
I mean, you don't have to. Like, some people know they don't like this show for sure. But, but this podcast does not work for everybody. That's the one thing. Like, uh, a lot of people say, oh, this works. You know, this puts 90% of people to sleep that listen to it. Not this show. Yeah, but hopefully the people it works for, it works for. So that's one thing you need to know. But I was going to say about the feedback, I was going to try to stay on topic. But, like, recently I've heard from over two handful, like, over ten people in the last few weeks that in different ways, like roommates, romantic partners, and just individual listeners that said, oh, well, someone in my life was listening to the podcast. I strongly disliked it. And then I gave it a shot, and now I'm a listener. Or, you know, yeah, that's the partners and roommates one. And then a, a, a large group of other people said, you know what, I started listening to you, and it was definitely not for me. And I found every I not only did I dislike the show, I disliked most things about it. Uh, but then some people gave it a try the next night and then said, oh, wait a second, maybe... Well, you know, because when you're tired, there's nothing wrong with being cranky. I mean, I don't like, uh, so sometimes you're cranky, but, but it's not just being cranky. Some people I just don't work for. I also don't want to put that in your mind. But if you're feeling, if I make you a little bit cranky at first or second time, that's a normal, calm, a very common reaction. And a lot of people have been saying that lately. They said, geez, I listened, I was cranky, or I just didn't like it, uh, and then some people came back the next night and it worked for them or the next night after that. But other people took a break and then came back to the show. So what I'm saying is you never know. Uh, but So just give it a shot. But it doesn't work for really doing a bang-up job of selling the podcast. Uh, so it doesn't work for everybody. I think we could all agree on that. But it takes a few tries for the people it does normally. So that's one thing to know. If you're skeptical, doubtful, or a little bit crank, pre-cranky, you say, oh boy, Scoots, I can feel my brow furrowing at your creaky dulcet tones. And you're like, you're, you're non, I can't, you can't even call them non sequiturs. I say, yeah, they're non sensitors. Uh, so give it a few tries. That's one thing. Structure of the show can also throw people off. And also it becomes a lot of people's favorite thing because the show starts off with business. That's how we keep it free. So that's some people's favorite thing. You say, geez, it comes out twice a week for free. That's cool. Uh, But it does require help from listeners and sponsors to do that. Then there's an intro, which is like from about minute four four to six or so uh, to about minute 20. And that is me just going off. I try. That's me trying to introduce the podcast and naturally going off topic. And some people can, especially newer people, might think that it's just business, or they might not like the fact that it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, like it's kind of like if a handy person showed up at your house uh, and you say, "Hey, you're going to fix that stuff," and they say, "Yeah, let me like, uh, like that kind of." You say, "You're going to put me to sleep, or you're going to..." Um, going to fix the drain and they say well which one they say well i don't know scoots was trying to make a metaphor and then he mishmashed his metaphors they say yeah let me look at the tub first he said well i thought you were going to fix the drain under the sink he said well boy what a tub let me just work on these tub knobs for a little while so that's a bit like the intro where i say don't worry this is part of my method but really the intro 
the purpose intro is for new listeners to get an idea of what they're getting into. But for regular listeners, like you can be the two or 4% of people that skip the intro or part of the 2% of listeners that support the show and get story only episodes. So those are ways to avoid the intro. But most listeners listen to it because it's part of their wind down routine. And I would strongly encourage you to think about, I mentioned this a while ago, like think about starting the podcast before you get in bed or right before you get in bed or as you're getting in bed or making it part of your bedtime routine. Because it's part for regular listeners, the intro becomes part of the wind down. And it gives you a runway to get ready for sleep and to get comfortable, whether you're in bed or you're getting ready for bed. In addition to other things, like you might like brushing your hair or doodling, like I said, or just staring at the ceiling. That's one of my things. Listening outside. Uh, but ideally having something else to distract your thoughts because uh, those thoughts pop up. That's what I was saying earlier. So when they pop up, it, like we'll try to get back to that idea. But, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. It's like how come at bedtime all these thoughts are popping up? that I really don't feel like I'm in control of. They just, they're just there. They see, well, I'm opening up a pop-up shop about your childhood here. What, bedtime? Oh, boy, yeah, that's what, that's how pop-up shops work. They just pop up. We're going to have everything about your child. Well, not the glamorous stuff about your childhood, because there wasn't any, except for that one dance you went to, dressed as a glam, whatever you called it, glamorous Glen. You see, remember that? That was that was only with my imaginary friend. It was only a dance me and uh, Bill had. So it wasn't even actually a thing. The dance with Glamorous Glenn. Maybe that'll be an episode. And then, oh boy, where was I? So, oh, I really don't know where I was. Uh, oh, those thoughts can pop up. And they say, oh, so we won't be talking about that dance. We'll be talking to you about all that other. So that's what can happen to you at bedtime. And the whole idea of the show, I guess, is to take your mind off stuff, distract you from that. So this isn't really a podcast so much you listen to, though you can. Uh, you could kind of listen to it out of focus or loosely or closely. And it's not really a podcast to put you to sleep. It's a podcast to be here as you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off. Uh, to give you plenty of, you know, just to take your mind off stuff. I'm here to walk at your side, chatting it up, uh... Talk, talk, chatting it up about nothing. You see, you put the chit chat, you put the chitter chatter and chit chat for sure. And I say, thank you. No one's ever said that to me. So you think that makes sense? Is uh, the podcast is here to keep you company, uh, but also take your mind off stuff as you drift off. But if you need to listen, like if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end. Uh, so I also want you to know that I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm your boar bud. So that's uh, so that's the intro of the show. Then there'll be a story. Uh, tonight will probably be our ongoing serialized, uh, but mostly episodically modular series at Get Bassos. And hopefully I'll remember to make an episode about Glamorous Jack or whatever. Uh, but so, uh, and then there'll be some thank yous at the end. There's some business between the intro and the story. That's, so that's the structure of the show. Oh, then I told you the other stuff by accident out of order. But, yeah, like, uh, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, and that is more here to keep you company as you fall asleep. 
Now, the reason I make this show, one, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep, and I hope I can help provide that or be a part of that for you. Uh, because I believe the world will just be a better place uh, with you rested in it, your world and our world that we share. And with all the other people you share it with, uh, even if it's just a tiny bit better. So that's one thing. I also believe on top of that, like that bedtime, I've been there dreading bedtime. And, you know, with all the stuff that goes with it. And, and I don't want that for you. I'd like to make it at least a neutral experience. Where you say, well, you know, I got a bunch of this, but I do have, I got those pop-up thoughts coming later. But at least I have Scoots to distract me. And Scoots is not bad. You know, he's known as the not bad boy. He was never a bad boy, but he was never, never, you know, not that, not, you know, he's not bad. That's what they say. Oh, boy, nine out of ten humans uh, agree. Scoots and sleep with me? Not, well, not nine out of ten it was sleep with me. So I think it is four and a half stars. So, so what's that? Ninety nine out of ten. That is nine out of ten. Because four point five plus four point five is nine. So nine out of ten people do say, "Well, that's just not bad." Uh, so you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I make the show. Also, because I've been there, not just dreading bedtime, but stuck with those pop up thoughts or pop up feelings. And you see, I thought the purpose of a pop-up shop was to be cool. Like, that, those were cool things that, you know, that, like, at least to me, anybody, if you ever want some cachet with me, say, oh, boy, we're running a pop-up shop. I'll be like, well, that's great. Uh, are you going to come to the opening? No, probably. that probably be, like, I'm, I'm probably not the kind of person you, you that goes to a pop-up shop opening. I'm probably, the, I'd be there looking in the window like after you've been like after the the cool part wears down, like where it's right before you depop it or box it back up is when I I'll show up because yeah, I'm just not um I'm not at that level. I don't even have I don't have the clothes for a pop up shop opening or any of that other stuff. I wouldn't even know how to behave to be honest. Oh, just be myself? Okay. Well, the good thing this is an imaginary pop-up shop opening. And, it, oh, just you see, what's a pop-up shop? Because it, these episodes get listened to all over the place and all over time. My understanding of it is it's something very, very cool or hip people do. And I think it's like when a store just doesn't have a business in it, they say, you know, I, 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 I like, I don't, I've never heard of anybody doing water. They say, well... I do uh, oil-based painting on sneakers. I customize sneakers with oil-based paints uh, or acrylics or whatever you would put. You know, I put works of art on sneakers, and I've been building up a collection, and so that's what I'm going to sell at my pop-up shop along with my friend that makes uh, sustainable dumplings. Uh, each dumpling has a story. And so, yeah, it's, it's called, uh, we don't know exactly what we're going to call it, uh, but, uh, like, we, you know, one of our other friends is going to come up with a name with it. I don't know, usually they'll have just one focus, but, you know, I can't, I can't focus on one thing. So that would be my, and then you see, yeah, just open from whatever, October 15th to November 18th. Uh, we'll be there. Come on by. And usually there's, like, the kind of music you wonder where you even find that, discover that music. Uh, you see, this music's awesome. 
You see, where are all these people when I'm living my life, uh, other than at pop-up shops and in movies and stock photos? I see where where these people exist. Uh, I say, wow. At least that's the pop-up. Those are imaginary pop-up shops I've been to. But they say, no, they're more like, uh, they say, well, that's cool. So, but for me, it's pop-up thoughts. They say, well, I'm going to open up a pop-up shop about, you know, those, we're just going to do one about the ways you're not, you know, you're not uh, measuring up. They say, that doesn't sound, is there going to be a DJ there? Oh, yeah, there'll be, well, DJ repetitively, you know, repeating your deficiencies. They say, like, to a beat. Like a, like how many beats per minute is that going to be? I don't know. We'll think about that. We'll have to study like what will be the most effective at getting you, uh, you know, getting you getting going. You say, okay. So I don't know if anybody has pop-up thoughts or pop-up emotions or pop-up physical sensations at bedtime or outside. Whatever it is, I'm here to help. Uh, so give the show a free, few tries. So like I really want to help you. Uh, but I also realize this podcast is very different and very strange. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. Uh, so I'm here to help. Give it a few tries, see how it goes. I really work hard. I yearn and I strive. Uh, I appreciate you checking this podcast out. Uh, and I'd like to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, uh, see, you know, see, whatever's keeping you awake, you know, I mean, normally for, for we can be generalized uh, to, uh, you know, things on your mind you're thinking about. That's usually number one for me, past, present and future spanning decades and uh, events that have never occurred, may never. OK, so thoughts, uh, feelings like uh, emotions uh, coming up. Uh, physical sensations, and then uh, situational stuff, you know, moving, travel, anticipatory stuff. But whatever it is, it, could, it might not be any of those. Uh, if I missed it, let me know. Uh, but what we all share, uh, in some sense, is uh, the familiarity with the deep dark night, the tossing and the turning and all, all that kind of stuff, uh, with the tossing and the turning. So... What I'm going to do is I have a nice, safe place set aside. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place. Uh, ideally, I'm going to make you feel welcome and comfortable uh, by sending my voice across the deep, dark night using lulling, soothing, creaky, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, creaky, creaky dulcets is a, a bit like a... It's like your favorite door. I think that's the thing. When you see, you say, well, that's an older door that I like uh, that makes a creaky sound that feels that's a good, like, uh, it comes from grandmother's bakery. Uh, creaky also tones pointless meanders. That's uh, like a uh, half, half, uh, a uh, half, half reared metaphors. Uh, that I have never called it that before, but it's been written in one star reviews. Uh, from Metaphorist Magazine, the magazine, I don't know what it was for, like, uh, 
I said, wait a second, is this a magazine or, and they, they sent in a letter to the editor and I got that one back, uh, return to sender. Is it, is there a song return to sender? Probably is. Uh, maybe it was, a, I think it was, this is a stretch, but it might've been on a long time ago. There was an episode of Simpsons where they had, what is that called? When four people are in a band together, not doo-wop. Oh, almost like Barbershop, uh, Barbershop Quartet. I think they had a song, whatever, I don't know even who was in it. Uh, I've gone off the rails pretty quickly, but I think they may have had a song, Return to Sender. If they didn't, I'm sure someone else did. Because I don't know who who, who gives uh, gives out the mail in The Simpsons. I, I, haven't, wa- I, I haven't watched it uh, and also, my, you know, anyway, uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, if you're new, welcome. Sorry about that. That, that was a pointless meander. And I guess my brain was trying to think of metaphor. Oh, trying to think of metaphor jokes about the Metaphorist magazine, magazine for metaphorists. Uh, metaphor Weekly, that one, I, I, uh, Metaphor Daily, they stopped publishing it. They went from Metaphor Weekly to Metaphor Monthly. Uh, or wait, yeah, I think I missed one stage in there. And now they're just available online behind a paywall. Only I'm just kidding. Uh, what am I even? T- okay, so if you're new, sorry about that. I, like, uh, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, I, I, like, I, I want to take some time to point a few things out and and uh, give you a little bit of a uh, some placemaking. As you may have already observed, the show kind of goes is a little bit different. Goes off topic. It uh, has trouble. Like it's unfocused in a way. It's focused in an unfocused way. But here's a couple of things to expect. Structurally, what to expect if you're new is uh, the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we make it free for everybody. Uh, then, so it's not super important if you're new. Then there's an intro. The intros are around 12 to 15 minutes. It's kind of like an introduction, a forward, and uh, like when when you have a, a, a book and it starts off, it has an introduction and a forward. Ours are about that. Like you say, okay, that's like a third. I just want to get to the book. You say, well, for 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 the new people or people new uh, to to to, to the, the, this volume of metaphorist weekly, uh, this com- a compendium of metaphorist the metaphorist. Yeah, that was what it was called. Oh, that was a oh that was a different one. That was a different place. I you know I submit stories sometimes. That was to metaphorist m e t a f o o however you spell forest with woods, uh, with the trees, not uh, the P-H-O-R, F-O-R-E-S-T. There might be two S's or two R's in forest, or maybe two T's. I have no idea. It may, may have been why that letter got returned. Uh, I think that was a magazine about magazines about forests, which is also interesting because it was printed on paper. So it's like you want to talk about meta. You can't, you can't get any more meta than meta, meta forest magazine, you know, right down to its what it's printed on. I think that they, that's uh, all the news that's fit to print on, things that are fit to print on, about things that are fit to print on. I, I don't know. I guess I'm not, I don't have quite the intellectual capacity to complete these jokes. I just have a chance to set them up for you, dear listener. Oh, if you're new, I have a tendency to go off the rails, especially during the intro. That's why it's like about 12 to 14 minutes. It's me kind of setting up and setting the mood for bedtime. And this is like, it can be a negative term, but in this, like my incompetence, uh, 
I'm I'm very confident and incompetent in my incompetence. So this is a positive incompetence uh, because if I contemplatively, or if I was good at getting to the point and completing words, I don't know if this podcast would be as effective. So the intro is kind of me proving that uh, each time, but it just gives you a little bit of a familiar place uh, for the regular listeners. You would think most of them would skip the intro, but only a, a small percentage of people who want to get to the story, they skip ahead to about 20 minutes and they just start listening to the story part. Or tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, but the idea of the intro is it's part of your wind-down routine because I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep and I'm here to help uh, ease you into bedtime, ease the day away, give you some distance give you a place to breathe and get comfortable and get cozy. And so the intro is kind of that, like some people start listening as they're getting ready for bed and some people wind down in bed. You could kind of figure it out as you, uh, you can figure it out as you go if you're new. Uh, but that's the, okay. So that's the intro. Then there's some business between the intro and the show, the story. That's just how podcast advertising works. And then there's the story. Tonight we'll be talking about an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation in a very oblique way, where you might not even know it was Star Trek The Next Generation. So if you're a Star Trek The Next Generation super fan, those are the only people that, that it kind of sometimes the episodes don't work as good for. But believe me, you can kind of kick back. I'll be talking about uh, it won't be any action. It'll be mostly uh, summaries and then saying, huh, I wonder what... Uh, you know, how this is a question that's never come up, but it's uh, how are the communicators? Are they, uh, and uh, like, how are they held on the shirt? I, I've never, you know, in reality, as a part of the, um, what do they call that? Wardrobe. And then in space, uh, do they still use pins or do they use, is it magnets or is it something else? You know, is it like some sort of reverse gravitate, you know, gravity, some sort of gravity base to say, you say, well, no, no, that would go down, Scoots. Uh, I'd say, well, what if it's a miniature gravity generator? Has anybody invented that yet? Uh, I think Marvel, that's one of the things that the the, uh, the non-heroes always come up with is some sort of gravity based, you know, gravity generator. Or if they haven't, uh, there's an idea. So anyway, if you're new... But it's a structure show. Then there's some thank yous at the end. A couple other pieces. Don't take it as seriously. If you're new and you're skeptical, it's totally sensible. I mean, why wouldn't you be skeptical about a sleep podcast? And this is a lot different. It's, it's very strange in a positive way. Uh, so give the show a few tries. There's uh, also no need to try to listen to me. You could kind of passively let, listen. Let me like float by like clouds. You'd say clouds that are a bit goofy. You'd say, okay, if there was if like if there was a clown college, and they made clouds, uh, or uh, like there was clouds coming out like of a soapworks factory, you'd say, well, those are different than the clouds I normally see. I don't even know. I, I guess they, they they formed just like a cloud. That metaphor. But so okay, so just to see how it goes, I guess. Uh, you don't need to pay attention, but here's the other thing about this podcast, which is strange for a sleep podcast. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm really here to keep you company as you drift off. That's why the podcasts are an hour. That's why I put a lot of work into it, because if you can't sleep, uh, I'll be here till the very end. Or if you wake up in the middle of the night and you need a friend, a comforting voice, I'm, I'm here to help, because uh, I've been there tossing and turning. So... 
yeah, no need to listen, no need to pay attention, or, or, or and no pressure to fall asleep. I'm here to help you uh, by distracting you or whatever's keeping you awake. And yeah, like I said, if you're new, give the show a few tries, see how it goes. See if you, you like, I'm definitely something you, for, for a lot of people, you, you have to develop a taste for. And usually if, you, if you're already in the dist taste, if you're in the, sh- what is this? You know, that's kind of a good sign. If you're like skeptical, a podcast to put me to sleep. That's uh, what Doreen said at the water cooler. Oh, hon, did, did I tell you we got a new, we got a water cooler at work. Oh, what's that? Well, it's the first, unfortunately, it's the first uh, one where you have to, it uses, you know, air pay or whatever. So it's water, it's cold, and it's a gathering spot. Just like the watering holds, uh, no, watering holes. Well, it is kind of like a watering hold because none of us want to pay for water. Uh, so, yeah, we just kind of stand around there and chit chat. And uh, Doreen was telling me about this uh, sleep podcast. Uh, where the guy, and now I'm listening to it, and he's, he's kind of pointing it out. He was pointing it out, dear, that uh, it's a strange thing. I don't. I was like, what do you What do you mean? He's going to talk about nothing and put me to sleep? And Doreen said, not quite. He's going to barely talk about anything. Different than talking about nothing, believe it or not. He barely talks about anything while talking about everything. And I think, I think he wants... Uh, Make created an imaginary gra- miniature gravitational thingamajig, and instead of using it for either to be well, he did want to be a hero. He's a sleep hero, and something with his you know he managed to only make it so that he could uh, live within a paradox uh, where you can talk about nothing, everything, and barely anything all at once in a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. But yeah, it does take a few tries, Doreen said, because it is different. And Scoots, you know, he's a bit, uh, he's a bit like an underdog in underoos. Uh, and he said, what's an underoo, hunt? Well, it's funny that one of the people at work that's uh, Scoots' age was telling us about how Scoots talked about him and that reminded them. It used to be uh, themed, branded uh, undergarments uh, for kids and maybe at some point adults. I'm sure it'll be making a comeback right away. If those market, you know, if those gurus wanted to sponsor a sleep podcast, that would be brilliant. Uh, I don't know which, uh, I, I don't know which VC company can't get their act together to pull that off. But anyway, I guess I'm serious. I just was thinking of that. Uh, how come, how come Underoos haven't made a comeback, huh? Can, can someone get uh, Chris Saka on the phone or somebody? Uh, I mean, for adults and kids, uh, anyway, and could, and I mean, I didn't even realize that, uh, I mean, I talk about underoos all the time because I never had them as a kid. I, maybe I did have one pair, but they were like themed un, uh, undergarments, your shirt. And then, uh, um, and you wore, I think, I guess you wore them all. I, I want to, I always associated them with bedtime. Maybe you just wore them all the time, but anyway, it was, so if you're new, yeah, I'm glad you're here. That's the main thing. I go off topic a lot. I make this show because, as I said, I, I, I would like to, to you to get the sleep you need and deserve so you could be out there in the world flourishing and enjoying your life. And I'm glad you're here. Give, if you're new, give the show a few tries. See how it goes. And uh, if it doesn't work for you, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you is there with other options. Uh, but like I said, I'm glad you're here and I, I work very hard. I yearn and I strive and I'd really like to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by.